0: This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings in all things, Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate.
1: And my name is Megan Eames, a local real estate agent for 20 plus years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market.
0: Yep, if you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, we're back at it once again. Happy June, everyone! This is like week two of June for us um, right. on our episodes, and it now feels like summer. I, I, I think so. Yeah, it like school is out almost 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 <laughs> almost school is out for school some. is out for my city kids but um for you when is school out for-
1: tomorrow's the last day for frederick county
0: tomorrow's the last day for frederick mm-hmm. county and graduation
1: graduation for shirando is tomorrow night
0: and you're gonna be a part of that i will be yes
1: i will try to hold it together <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so remind us how many children you have
1: I have four. Okay. I have uh, I have a blended family. My husband had a son and daughter, and I had a son when we met, and then we have our fourth is ours together. Yeah. So our oldest graduated from Shrando in 2019. Okay. He's active duty Air Force. Um, he's actually home right now for his brother's graduation. Uh-huh. And then um, – so my firstborn, Ben, graduates today. Okay. I'm sorry, today. Tomorrow. He tomorrow. graduates on, on Friday. So. Um, but you have a party. Right. We have – we're having like a little open house on Sunday just for okay. our kind of neighbors and friends and people that have known him since he was little to kind sure. of stop in and say hi. And, um, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a party person. I, I can party. I'm not a party planner person. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I,
0: I, I'm not a party – I mean I'm kind of a party planner, but I've grown into it. Like I would just rather, much rather just kind of sit back and relax and have a few people over. Right. You know, it doesn't need to be a huge, big deal,
1: and that's kind of what we're doing. So it's not going to be anything big, but just yeah. um he'll have his friends over and some some people that have known him since he was little. So cool. it'll be good and cool. exciting. Yeah, well. and then I'll have one more. She'll be in eighth grade, and it's just
0: oh, that yeah, it's crazy. It's we're, we're getting old, I guess. I, is that what I it know. is? I know, like I don't know. Well, my oldest graduated right in the pandemic. He was the 2020 graduating class and so we didn't have the party but we had like the drive-by party oh right you know and so that was my ideal it was amazing because the the grandparents decided to show up for the day you know it was right in the middle of pandemic so we were still socially distancing Mm -hmm. and they didn't come into our house and we kept them outside we propped them up on our front yard gave them a tent to sit there Served them some food, and they would just sit there and watch cars go by. As it was like almost a parade Mm -hmm. for our oldest son, and he would say hi to his friends and come. People would come and go real quickly. That to me, that was an amazing party. Probably not what he had in mind.
1: That that's (laughs) my kind of style. But it was
0: like just (laughs) everyone just would just come and go real quick for two seconds, say hi, drop off something. They stayed in the cars. Sometimes they would get out, but and then it was over. Mm -hmm. That like we can learn something from that kind of a party well it's funny
1: they started doing um in 2020 because we knew we weren't going to have the graduation in person and everything for those graduates Sherando started doing a um, drive-through a senior parade in the parking lot
0: oh cool at Sherando,
1: so the seniors would all get in their you know jeeps or trucks or whatever and they'd be like the floats going through the parking lot for all of the teachers to congratulate them so that was kind of a neat tradition which actually still do Unfortunately, ours was canceled yesterday because of the storms. Oh, the
0: thunderstorms came through. So that was
1: something neat that came from COVID that they're actually continuing to do.
0: Cool. See, we can learn something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there's people out there, trust me, that are extroverts, party people, be like, more people, the better. That's not my speed. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, anyway, well, enough about us. It actually comes what I'm reminded of when we're talking about ourselves like this. By the way, you're getting so good at these podcasts, Megan. Like have you gotten oh, feedback you. from people um, of, of like how they're learning more about you and how they uh you know
1: just from my family listening? that's proud of me that says that yes. like, like I don't know the I guess it was the thought when you first twenty years ago when I first got into real estate, I guess it wasn't considered necessarily a real job. It was kind of when are you gonna get a real job? Sort of a, a thought process. Uh-huh. I'm like this uh-huh. this is a real job and well obviously 20 years later I'm still doing it yeah um I, it's amazing um it's a great job to have so it is a real job
0: yeah it's a real job <laughs> and and honestly for me I've been having a lot more people approach me whether it's because of the podcast or not but just asking what does it take to get into real estate mm-hmm. like I've had multiple sit-downs of people who want to get into either flipping or rentals i even had somebody last night um, I won't throw his name out there but he'll know if he's listening um, ask me what does it take to get into real estate as a career you know so there's this buzz i feel like about uh, the market and the industry that people are getting right. excited about and what my constant suggestion suggestions and advice is to people is you can you can get into it Getting into real estate is pretty easy. But Mm -hmm. it's staying in it and it's maintaining a career is the more challenging part of it. Right. And to me, the key to success is relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to continue to sell yourself. So part of what we're doing even here with this podcast is just, yeah, giving a little bit of information about ourselves and, and hopefully you, the listening audience, gets a chance to know me a little bit, gets a chance to know you mm-hmm. a little bit. And there's relationships that I believe can be formed. And I, I, I'm I, going to pause again. I'll go into Costco, and the over-under of people that recognize me or I know when you go shopping around town mm-hmm. is super high. I mean, I think it's at least six to seven people every single time. And people will call my name and say, hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm like, hey and i'm unfortunately so bad about names Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so i unfortunately for those that that's happened to i'm sorry i i I know who you are but i can't put faces and names i feel like people know me a little bit better than i know them Mm -hmm. and that comes from maybe a, a relationship that is skewed because they're listening to me on a podcast or they've heard about me from other people or
1: or church even yes yeah, you're so very involved in your that church, that is right?
0: that is very true so there is also this church component where i'm on stage and i sing and i talk to people from the stage and up to eight nine hundred people every weekend mm-hmm. that people are going to see me and experience that so
1: so you're basically like a local celebrity. No, now. I'm not. That's <laughs> not where I'm going with this. I know. This. I know.
0: Really, the but it's a component of I. I like the fact that people feel like they know me, that they can trust me, mm-hmm. and they can entrust real estate with me. And we don't want a podcast like this to be a one way street, even though it is. You and I are sitting here talking,
1: right,
0: and having a conversation in real life, in real person. And but those listening, you're just listening. You, you, I mean, we want to hear back from you. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a podcast recently, and these are way smarter people than me. And have you ever heard of No Stupid Questions? It's a podcast with a, a really awesome kind of radio personality, Stephen Duckworth. And um, oh no, so Angela Duckworth and Stephen, oh, I'm blanking out his name now. I'm so sorry. I should be having that information from me. Anyway, Angela and Stephen, we'll just put it out there. They had a conversation where they brought up the idea of parasocial interaction. Have you heard of that before? I have not. It was fascinating because what we're talking about right here of just this relationship-based component Mm -hmm. of people thinking that they have a better relationship with somebody that they really don't because of mass media, because of social media, because of podcast listening, there's this skewed um, uh, balance, imbalance of what people know because of self-disclosure of the host or the personality or of the people. And they went into this fascinating explanation of it, way better than I could ever do. Parasocial interaction is what we have. right, And so- they were talking about how those celebrities don't want to give out their information. They don't want people to know too much about them. We're different. I feel like we're we're a little different. I agree. Because I'm willing to give out my information. I mean, I'm here to not hide things, but have you ever heard of parasocial relationships at all?
1: No, I haven't. Yeah. And, and in terms of sharing information, I've always kind of been an Oprah sharer. So, over-share. I overshare. Okay. I'm, I am an open book. I, yeah. um, my, uh, <laughs> my parents when I was little called me Megan Motormouth, um, the Triple M's because Uh-oh. I could talk and if I heard something, I could repeat it. So it was okay. Uh, yeah. Total okay. overshare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking, Stephen Dub, Dub Stephen Dubner is his name. And he's like the co-author and founder of Freakonomics Books. And then Angela Duckworth is this famous uh, author as well, Grit. And so she, they have a podcast together. And so, again, they're way smarter than, than I am. But when they brought up this idea, I was researching even more. And it's, it's almost where the people that are talking through the podcast, through these microphones, almost turns into a relationship that other people – who are listening grab onto and mm-hmm. feel like they are friends. <laughs> but like... They the, don't know each they other. They don't know each other. And so the, the podcast that they had were like, we're not friends, people. Like Like how you hear us and how you're learning about us is a one-way conversation. I'm here to say, please, guys, don't let it be a one-way conversation mm-hmm. for us. Because as I was mentioning before, when people look to get into real estate, we you have to build relationships. So this is just a, a launching pad for us to share a little bit about ourselves and for you to learn a little bit about who we are. But my email is markf at iconcells.com. Fire away. You know right. like my phone number is 540-247-1527. Fire away. Call me, text me. I don't really care. You like, know?
1: It can be both ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. And so for this podcast you know part of the goal of what we're really trying to do is build relationships and also inform you the listening audience about what's happening in the real estate market what's happening around town what are the cool things going on so it doesn't have to be a one-way parasocial interaction does that make sense oh completely i'm all for it no, so i agree me, me too it, it almost makes the the purpose of this podcast a little more unique
1: versus don't just listen to us you can engage with us. Yeah. Go ahead and leave comments. Send us an email. And I'm I'm Megan E. at uh, iconcells.com. There you go. So okay. Yes. Send them to either Full one of disclosure. us. Full yes. disclosure.
0: Yeah. And also let us know what you think that we could talk about. Let us know what you want to learn more about. Because we are here to also educate the listening audience to where, like, you're – you know, hopefully gleaning some new information that'll help you, at least in a real estate purchasing experience. But even as we've mentioned before, like around town, there's cool things about the, the town that mm-hmm. people don't know about. Or maybe we can give you some tips. Go back and listen to some of our other previous episodes where it's just tips on how to better market yourself or how to um, uh, maybe even like stage a home or maybe how to... Um, We're gonna hopefully have somebody coming up that can talk to us about better about finances and accounting things like Mm -hmm. that. So we want to educate you. So I found that podcast enlightening, and I learned something. So maybe you can learn a little something from the trickle down method of what I learned from parasocial interaction, (laughs) parasocial interaction, and and how I want to be different than that. Mm -hmm. So if you do see me in Costco, fire away. Like if I have a deer in headlights face on my on my face you know just like just introduce yourself and be like hey remember me i'm from so-and-so because mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm sorry i unfortunately uh, don't know everybody that i bump into
1: well so. it happens and at least you're self-aware and can acknowledge that and that's huge a lot of people can't do that so that's great and what, what's funny is that i'm actually going to be going to costco here this afternoon yeah <laughs> so oh we'll
0: for your party for, of for yeah, getting
1: stuff ready so we'll see how that goes for me well yep. i, I I worked at Costco in 1998, maybe in the photo lab over Christmas. Really? And, uh, very briefly, but I met a lot of people there that are still there. And then my sister works there in the hearing aid department. My brother worked there for years. He's actually um, in the Bynes um, office in Sterling for Costco. Okay. So.
0: And I know people that worked there, too, and they worked there for years at a time mm-hmm. it's got to be an amazing place to work
1: it's a great place they've got really great insurance and they pay really well and they take yeah. care of their employees and of course well time and a half on Sundays never hurts so it, no way no way yep it's time and a half every Sunday every Sunday is time and a half wow mm-hmm.
0: there you go go apply to work at Costco people
1: right wow it's a great company
0: yep it's amazing well what is happening in the world of social media these days Let's take a pause and see what is out there. Is there anything that you have seen recently, Megan, um on social media out there? I have um I found one in one of our lenders which we had him on a couple weeks ago um from Integrity. They had a really cool Instagram post even yesterday. You know there's there's silly um Days every, there's almost like a, a day that you can celebrate a national whatever such and such right, day every day like, has yeah, a title to like, it yeah national mac and cheese day or something like that well I guess yesterday was national chocolate ice cream day um, I, I who knew I'm I mean, okay with missing that I well chocolate ice cream is amazing oh but I no it's
1: it's funny I love chocolate but I cannot eat chocolate ice cream oh
0: oh wow well integrity had a post that was <laughs> it said scoop there it is. Oh, that's funny. Happy National Chocolate Ice Cream Day with a picture of ice cream. And they're not promoting themselves, but they just had their little logo next to it. And it came from Integrity. And I felt that was awesome. And they said, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy ice cream. And that is pretty much the same thing. Straight from Integrity. That was a fun, cool (laughs) little post.
1: Um, My social media feed is just... Um, blowing up with friends of mine that are having their kids that are graduating from different schools all over Virginia and different places. So that's all I've been seeing, which is awesome. Congratulations yeah. to everyone that's got their, Absolutely. Um, their children that are graduating this year. But that's that's mainly what I'm seeing.
0: Yep. Yep. The All the different posts, families, just people getting together. Vacations are starting to happen. I get posts about that. Um, you know, then you still get those ads that you have to, you know, muddle through, um, and yes, I, there's the almost the tribute posts of the last day of school or yes. the the kids graduating and the the, the similar pictures of when the, they are in kindergarten and now they're graduating and the side by side pictures. I, I've seen those too.
1: Yeah, I've already got mine ready for tomorrow. Good. All right, we're ready. <laughs>
0: Post away. We will <laughs> we will share that on iconic talk posts There'll so be
1: all kinds of uh, little Ben pictures and little Ben is six almost six three so he's oh,
0: not little not so little yeah. anymore no not at all um all right so let's move on to another segment that we haven't talked about in a while HGTV says what and I do you watch HGTV anymore do not, you
1: not much anymore
0: okay I used to watch it a lot more in the past than I do now um and it always kind of comes and goes with the changing um, television cycles that we have of now apps, you know, right. so Netflix and Hulu and, you know, Amazon or Apple or all that kind of stuff. So I I don't have the HGTV app anymore, and I also don't have cable or satellite TV or anything like that. But I know that um, I was at a friend's house the other day and we we're flipping and watching and there is a newer show. So ba- third season's come out. I might have talked about this before, but... It's called Unsellable Houses. Oh, no. Have you heard heard. of that one? No, I have not. Okay. It's a cool show because um, I am about ready to live out this show um, personally right now as I'm interacting with a client. The premise is I think they're twin sisters who who go into a house, and it's called Unsellable Houses because the people have houses that just – aren't selling Mm -hmm. they're sitting there in the market and especially in this day and age that's kind of unusual but they have issues with the house and there's reasons why they're not selling it obviously as you and i know right it's price condition location right so something's wrong and so they have too high of a price for the The poor condition
1: or and or the the
0: location yes so you can't change the location but what can you change you can condition. change the condition and you and can the change price. the price. Mm-hmm. So if these clients who are on the show are adamant of getting a certain price, they're essentially coming in and saying, guys, like we got to either drop the price or we gotta fix the house. What do you think they do? They come in and they're gonna fix the house. Right. right. I mean, that's the fun part of the show. So they have the premise where the the baseline fair market price, obviously what they're listing it for is too high they'll agree to a current market value price point that's your baseline now then they will come in and fix things up they will front the money to fix things up it could be 30 grand could be 50 grand could be 60 grand you have no idea how much they're going to spend but they'll front that money in order to get the house to sell at a new higher price So it's a risk-reward kind of idea. Right. So what they do is they will front the money and the expenses where they will get that money back guaranteed. And then whatever difference is, you'll split the profits. Split it with the twin sisters who are fronting the money and the owners. So it's a little bit of a compromise way of flipping a house, but you're doing it in a way that benefits the owner benefits the sellers to A, sell the house quicker, but then B, even get more profits than what they would have gotten if they just dropped the price. Right, It's a little risky, but in a market where it's a seller's market and you're not selling your house, that's that, the way to go.
1: Right, there's a problem definitely. There's
0: a big problem. So the, the premise is really cool and it does work. I've done it once before. I'm working with a client right now to propose this because they have a good location, that we haven't listed it yet. Okay, so the, my scenario is gonna be a little different because I'm not gonna just sit around and like watch a house sit right. <laughs> for L- let's make a couple months at a time. Let's discuss this ahead of time. Discuss this okay. ahead of time. No, okay, we can list the house at X price, knowing that it needs some work, and we would basically have to sell it as is. Just wash your hands, oh, just walk away, just walk away from the house, and just let's just sell it, or my suggestion is move, walk away from the house, and let me help take over to renovate it in a way that I know how to flip houses and what is going to be um, the biggest bang for your buck. I was like, you can trust me. You can know that like I have your best interest at heart. We're friends also because I want to spend the least amount of money to get the most amount of money for right. you and for me as well. Um, and so we're in we're mid negotiations of what that's going to look like. So. It's a fascinating idea of a show because it's closer to real life than some of these other fantasy-like shows of, I don't know, the brothers coming in and blinging out an entire house and here's a great place for you and or the – or the show that uh, I can't even remember what it is. Of which one are you gonna choose? You're gonna choose a new house, or am I? Gonna, you're gonna stay in the existing flip or house? Flop. flip or flop. flop. Yes. yes. Any of those. <laughs> yeah. So I, I
1: always find that they end up just loving it, and I get so frustrated. It's so I, like, annoying. You yeah. watch. I do like. You could watch ten of them. Obviously, <clears> maybe not all in a row, but and maybe one. Right. They list it, and they decide to move.
0: And I think a couple seasons down the road, they they realize that, and so there's a couple. Uh, like later in the seasons' um, history and life of the show, I think they started buying and moving a little bit more often mm-hmm. because they probably got feedback from the people. But like, this is just frustrating to watch. Yeah,
1: can't can't you? If it's love it or list it, pick one. I mean, why has it always yeah, got to be one?
0: That's that's the one. But yeah. in
1: regards to what you're talking about <laughs> with um, helping with an unsalable home, um, a lot of people get themselves into routines and they, you know, their house falls into disrepair and they. Yeah. Don't know where to start to yeah. fix it and it just gets completely overwhelming and that it only just snowballs and gets worse mm-hmm. so th- that is such a great opportunity and an option for someone that might feel like they're stuck that they can't sell their house yeah. because of the condition of it
0: and you don't have the money and to you don't have the money to, make to it fix right.
1: it so you just kind of let it go and you sell it for and then and you don't make any money on it so this is a great opportunity right. for someone that might be feeling overwhelmed based on the condition of their property to even be able to sell it and potentially make some money too, so right,
0: and it. I and I'm doing it again because I I know the family, I like the family. They've got multiple kids, another one on the way, and we have a house that they're purchasing and moving into. They didn't, thankfully, they didn't have to sell this first in order to qualify for a loan, and they're willing to kind of take that risk as well. But I want Mike, I want you to maximize your profits out of the house, and I care about. You and your family, and your well being, to where I don't want you to have to stress out of fixing a couple things or stress out about even cleaning the house before you go and prepping it or living through showings. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that go into it with a house that does need a little bit of work and yeah he's he's the kind of guy that's like well i tried to repair it over here and fix it up and he's like i know i'm not a professional contractor and he's (laughs) laughing about it ha 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 you know like it's not ideal but i'm doing what i can and he's got all these little projects going on and the yard is amazing but it needs a little bit of like landscaping work and i'm like guys just let me help out (laughs) like you know let me take over just pack your stuff up worry about like getting into your new house and we'll handle it.
1: And I've seen what you do to the houses that you flip and you rehab. And you really do a great job. Oh,
0: thanks. Yeah, it, it's, it's having the right vision for what the house can end up looking like with an understanding of costs so you're not overspending. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm in the process of my other, I call it a flip process, project for my son to live in for a couple of years. And I'm going above and beyond what I normally would do for any kind of flip project, because he's chirping in my ear, being like, "I want this fancy kind of tile, and I want this fancy kind of vanity, and I want these kind of cabinets," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll <laughs> uh, I'll put my flipper hat aside, you know, and accommodate you." So I've probably spent more money on on his house because,
1: <laughs> but it's, you may get that back in the long run too because I will. Yeah. they are higher end.
0: I will, and that that's kind of the long term goal is that he lives there for two years. Am able to rent it out to him and his friends and then when they graduate from college in two years here in Shenandoah locally, I'll sell it as long as I don't trash the place. So we'll we'll hold them to that. But that's that's a different kind of uh project. But yeah, now I I make sure that I spend cautiously. And so I just had a conversation with my clients last night about that where they were concerned. We're like, Well, here is their questions. They basically were like, Well, you are fronting all that money but like we're still on the hook for that money cuz we're going to pay you back i'm like yes that's part of it we're going to guarantee we're going to sell your house and that money will get paid back at closing he's like well what if the market tanks and then i then we're not making as much money and we still owe you i'm like okay that is you're right that's a possibility but it's no different than if we listed the house without spending any money and we risk that and the market starts dipping a little bit more, and then you're, we're, then I'm calling you to drop your price even more and even more, it's a sliding scale right. of, of needing to drop the price in order to accommodate the market based off of whether we spend money or don't spend money. There's the sliding scale of you're still going to be getting the same kind of net profit. The goal is that the money that we're going to spend is going to incrementally increase your profits to give you better equity in the house to make sure that if the market did start dipping, you're still going to be making more money than if you did and you didn't do anything to it.
1: And it opens up your pool of buyers, too, because yeah. you're not just going to be limited to potentially conventional or cash. If
0: exactly. If you're going to do
1: all that work, you'll be able to get the you know VA, FHA, um, USDA, all the, the alphabet soup lenders. Right,
0: right, right. And, and so it just opens up the buyer pool. And mm-hmm. that's part of the conversation, too. So unsellable houses cool show you should check it out and
1: and if you feel like you're in that situation call mark call us absolutely (laughs) we can make it work
0: and yeah megan and i we're working on partnering with a couple different buyers right now together so we we're gonna we're gonna be teaming up a lot lately so i'm ready for it oh me too cool well um let's check out and see final segment here what is coming up in our local area so i will um I'll turn to you, Megan. I don't know if you got a, f- a few things coming up, I mean, obviously graduations are coming up. But um, what are some fun events? If, we, if we're not going to graduations, what are we going to be doing?
1: I believe that there is um, a wine festival that's coming up next weekend. I feel like it's on the twenty-fifth. Okay. Um, I can't remember the details to it offhand, mm. um, but I think there's something coming up in the area uh, next Saturday. Um, next Saturday, I actually get to go see. Um, To Kill a Mockingbird at the Kennedy Center with my mom. Oh, that's
0: fun. That's cool. Yeah, there's this Hop Blossom Craft Beer Festival that's going to be coming up on June 11th. I know that was one that's coming up. And then um, there's, I think, aren't there concert series coming up?
1: um, Aren't they the first Friday, I think it is? They do, I, do in Winchester.
0: Yeah, there's something about first Fridays that were now um, not happening more. The Winchester Star put something out about that. Um, it was it was a little.
1: Was it that, or was I think it was first night Winchester. That's what it was. Yeah, Thank first you. night Winchester. They're stopping. Yeah, but first um, Fridays in first Winchester Fridays, is still going on. First Fridays, I believe they're on. still
0: doing. Yeah. And they have
1: music at the courthouse. Um, Bring your chairs, listen to live music.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's going to be coming up later down the road. I also know that um, West Oaks Farm Market has some cool things happening. They have like a bluegrass concert series. Um, I believe there's one coming up in June 16th um, for their concert, and it's called Springfield Exit was the name of uh, who's going to be there. So that's between two o'clock and six o'clock. So there's some fun outdoor stuff. And then I think the wine festival you're talking about is Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. That might be it. That's going to be on June 25th. So there's, yeah. So you got a beer festival on the 11th. You got a bluegrass concert on the 16th. You've got a wine festival on the 25th. There's all kinds of outdoor activities coming up. So we just typically just find out, okay. And this, (laughs) Nikki and I talked about this in the past too. It's like, There's a lot of drinking parties that go on around here.
1: (laughs) There is. There's a lot of wine. But there's a lot of there are a lot of breweries. Craft breweries, breweries. wineries,
0: you know, but if the people want it, we'll give it to them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what's going on here in town. Well, we we hope you learned something today. I don't know. I mean I did. Parasocial? Who knew? I mean I I learn stuff all the time from listening to other podcasts because we're Trust me, there's people smarter than me out there. I know that. Well, um, anyway, I don't think I've got anything else to say. I you think, feel like you're tapped out? I think I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys, today. You know, I mean, the, the listening audience, you guys are our friends. So we hope that you learned something today and look forward to sharing more with you next week. And I know, by the way, as I'm talking about this ending, we're, we're going to be kind of every other week, the goal is to have a guest. And every other week, you get a chance to hear from us. So today, you get a chance to hear from us. that's exciting.
1: And we'd love to hear from um, our audience who they want to hear from. Yep,
0: exactly. So remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available.
1: We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we would love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends.
0: Until next time, Think Iconic.